Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Our friend Greg Amzinger, a product of St. Louis, a product of the Lindenwood University, and of course, the lead anchor for MLB Network, joins us as he does every Thursday here on the opening drive. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing this morning? It's the first time I've joined you in 2024. How about that? I feel oh, like you're yes. Happy, guy. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, brother. Thank you. You know, I do what everybody does. Uh, I'm sure everyone in St. Louis does the same thing that I do to start the new year. I get one of those gigantic dumpsters and I put it in my driveway. Uh-huh. I, I, I think that's what everybody does. In a relatively and, uh, new house, by the way. Let's point this out. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, can I just, uh, I need 11 seconds. Amazon's the worst thing ever, right? <laughs> cardboard boxes everywhere. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so I, I've got a big dumpster guy and I go, listen, man, every month and a half, just dro- drop a huge dumpster in my driveway because we don't break down boxes in the Amsinger household. So it's like crawl up to my neck. But anyway. But Greg, here, let I me throw out one other thing at you. It's amazing how you can have like a thousand Amazon boxes, but if you need to send something, you never have the right size box <laughs> among those thousand. <laughs> You're so right, man. Totally. It's like being in high school and you're like, okay, uh, this folder, this folder, it's always in my way. And then when you need to turn in your homework, which was in that folder, you can't find it anymore. It's just a psychological thing, man. In my face, the cardboard's too much. Yeah. Hey, how are you guys handling this lack of movement in MLB? I really thought things would open up after, and and there's been some movement, but not huge after Otani signed. Uh, How do you handle this? You know, it's a completely different language than other sports, Randy. And I know Mad Dog Chris Russo hates it, but he hates everything. He hates Christmas. It's annoying. Clearly, he hates Combs. Uh, He doesn't (laughs) like brushing his hair at all. But look, at at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the slow drip of uh, the winter is is kind of what baseball's about. And baseball has always been a labor of love. During the regular season, if you miss a week, you got some work to do to catch up to know what's going on with your favorite team, who's been sent down, who's struggling, who's hot, all that stuff. So uh, this is, a, a, to me, and I've been doing this a while now, this is a typical winter where the marquee trades, we saw one Chris Sale, that's going to lead to Corbin Burns, that's going to lead to Dylan Cease, it's all going to happen. And, uh, you know, it's a different language than the NBA and the NFL. And fans just have to be reminded of that every once in a while. This is kind of normal. Is this kind of the Scott Boris effect? Because even some of the names that we're seeing out there that are still available out there that haven't been picked up yet in free agency, the agent that seems to be behind a lot of them is Scott Boris. Is it really just kind of him controlling the market right now and the pace of things? That's a great point. It is. Absolutely. He does his thing. He truly thinks that he has uh, multiple organizations ear in terms of the owners who own those organizations. So with that power and that connectability, he believes he's going to win the time war, which is what every front office wants to know what their organization is going to look like before spring training. They want to know the spring training invites, the big league invites. They want to know who's going to be showing up. So Boris uses the clock against many of these organizations, and uh, he's been doing it for a while. So we're used to it. He impacts so many layers of the industry. Um, His role within the union has evolved, 
And uh, I look, I, there are two sides of it. Some people would say it's good for the game. Others would say it's bad for the game. Uh, all I know is is uh, Scott Boris has become one of the signature names in the business of baseball. And uh, there are a lot of players who are extremely happy that he has existed. So I'm a big player guy. I'm a fan of players. And uh, if many of those guys are fans of him, then okay, all good. Also, speaking of the free agency market, is there any reliever that you think would be a good fit for the Cardinals that is still out there? Well, Hicks is still out there somewhere, right? I mean, (laughs) look, man, you can't teach velo, right? To me, it's like, uh, man, I don't know about this kid O'Neal. He doesn't make many free throws, but you can't teach (laughs) 7'1", 320 pounds, and we're up and down a court like Shaq used to do. Uh, I still think that Hicks has the ability to miss bats. He hasn't proven that, though, throughout his career based on the velocity he has. Uh, it seemed like he liked being a Cardinal. Um, I, I I think eventually he's going to figure it out. To me, he's the uh, reliever version of Robbie Ray. I was always perplexed by Robbie Ray when he was at the Diamondbacks. Big strikeout numbers for a couple seasons, but his ERA was always high. And I just remember when he got traded at a deadline and I had an argument with Ken Rosenthal. I'm like, maybe the Blue Jays think they can figure him out. And he's like, no, this is a salary dump. Then he won the Cy Young. I love bringing that story up about my friend Ken <laughs> Rosenthal. But, but I, I think Hicks is someone that they're familiar with, and their familiarity actually helps you in a lot of ways. Obviously, Josh Hader is is the the goat of this class, and any any team that signs him will not regret it. And anybody that brings up the fact that he does not get saves that are more than three outs, please, please, folks, look up Dylan Betances's baseball reference page. Dylan Betances was the number one reliever in baseball for three years. He was abused by the New York Yankees. He had multiple inning performances and he blew out and never was able to reach his full potential. Josh Hader has seen multiple Dylan Patances cases and does not want to be the next one. I have been saying for a very long time that if, if I was in the union, one of the things I would change would be if you are uh, defined as a reliever and you're not making any starts, and I mean not an opener, you're not making starts every fifth day pitchers, then you get two years of control. Forget the six. Your, your career uh, time span is not the same. They, they get to use you however they want. You're quote-unquote a failed starter. So because of that, it is hard to see the Jonathan Papelbons get marquee free agent contracts or the Edwin Diaz's get these marquee free agent contracts because these guys aren't protected like the, the arms that start every fifth day. So I don't blame Josh Hader for not wanting to pitch multiple innings. I, I still think if you're a team that wants to solidify your back end, you should covet him because he is the most dominant reliever I've seen in my time at MLB Network, and that's including watching the back end of Mariano Rivera. And that's 15 years of great work at MLB Network. Hey, where does Jordan Montgomery land? Oof, tough, man. I I would be shocked if the Texas Rangers don't bring him back. I'm not kidding. He is everything Bruce Bochy wants in a pitcher. To me, he's, I said it last week, he's mad bum, but he's, he, he doesn't frown as much. He's not as <laughs> right. mad as mad bum. I, I, he's a guy that just, he's not afraid of the big stage. He doesn't have swing and miss stuff. His velocity is never going to be up at upper echelon. If you looked at stuff, you would pick Carlos Rodon over Jordan Montgomery every day of the week. But if you look at what you're getting on a consistent basis, you're taking Jordan Montgomery's resume over Carlos Rodon's. But Carlos Rodon got over $150 million. 
So Jordan Montgomery wants the same thing. No one's going to pay him that much money because of his stuff. And I hate that. That's the part of the game I, I can't stand. What are your results? Are you getting people out? Yeah, but he's not getting strikeouts. But that, God, my goodness, we played over, over 100 years of baseball where we didn't overvalue the strikeout. Uh, this is different. He's not a reliever. He's a guy that can navigate through a lineup two and a half, three times. So I think Jordan Montgomery should be coveted. He's not going to be. I think he ends up getting a four-year contract, which he won't be happy with. But it'll be with the Texas Rangers because I just think Bruce Bochy has the ear of Chris Young, and he's a Bochy guy. With Garrett Cole and Rodon, hopefully he's healthy, and Clark Schmidt, Nestor Cortez, and Clayton Beater, do the Yankees have enough starting pitching, or do they need to add one? Very good point. Very good point. I I, I think the New York Yankees are going to roll with what they have right now. They were all in on Yamamoto. I mean, big time. Um, But I I don't see them in the trade market. Uh, I I don't see that happening. And I I, kind of think that's enough for now. Mr. Cortez is an overlooked uh, uh, pitcher in the game. I I think he is the left-handed version of Johnny Cueto. All the different arm releases. I think he's a fun pitcher to watch. Uh, It's been a while since we've seen him dominate. I think he's going to bounce back and be a solidified number three starter. I still think Rodon is not a disaster. And I will argue this with every Yankee fan. There are a lot of Yankee fans around me, and that's expelled New Jersey, so they all think that he's done. I don't believe in that. He had a terrible first year. I think he's going to bounce back, and you're going to see a guy who uh, has I arguably the best left-handed slider of any starting pitcher in the game. Garrett Cole is automatic. He's a future Hall of Famer. With those three guys, the back end could be whoever you want it to be, and uh, it could be enough. Because remember, the Baltimore Orioles won the division. The Baltimore Orioles are the favorite going in to win the division again. And you tell me who their starting five is better than the New York Yankees, right? I mean, right. I like Kyle Bradish, love him. Grayson Rodriguez hasn't taught me anything yet that he's, he's more than a prospect. So I, I, I'm not all in on the Orioles starting pitching. So, yes, I think the Yankees have enough with the Rays falling apart. I think the, they have enough to be in the mix for the best team in the AL East. All right, Greg, uh, finally, let's take some people behind the curtain. I'm going to read you a, a headline from The Athletic, okay? The headline reads, Is Kyler Murray the Cardinals' future at quarterback? Their first-year staff sure seems sold. <laughs> ah, I was losing my mind for that Eagles game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am as cheesy as they come, dude. I got an old Neil Lomax jersey. Uh, I went everywhere on eBay to find this thing. It doesn't fit me. It does not fit me. I'm never going to send you a picture, Randy, of me wearing this Neil Lomax jersey. Mm-hmm. But I wear it on Sundays because I'm all in the big red. I am back, and that was a huge win against the Eagles. And I think Kyler Murray should be the guy. He's still young. What is he, 25, mm-hmm. 26? Come on. He's got, he's, got, he's got moxie. He's got confidence. I don't care about that. Do I wish he was my height? Sure, but <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. No one's perfect. No, I, th- I think it's interesting, and there are a lot of Arizona Cardinal fans still here in St. Louis, but he's doing it without a supporting cast either. James Conner's a nice player, but when you look around, he is elevating receivers after the trade of DeAndre Hopkins. I didn't know if he could do that, and he's making players around him better. I like the group of tight ends they have. Uh, the offensive line is not solidified. His ability to avoid, uh, to move up in the pocket. Man, what am I doing at MLB Network? This feels good. I should be talking football. Man. A couple of St. Louis kids talking about football. A lot of fun. <laughs> it has been. Hey, have a, uh, have a great day. Have a, a great weekend. Have a happy Friday Eve. And we'll be watching, and we will talk to you soon. All right, guys, take care. See you, brother. See you. That is uh, Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, with us on 101 ESP.